Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm going to call the cops. It's Sunday. It's 2 p.m. I'm half asleep. It's Board Wrestling Fan! And you just talked over me, so... Sorry, I stole your bit. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. Now I'm going to go pop in the corner. Eh, I'm half asleep. I didn't think about leaving it to you to do your bit. <laughs> uh, it is a normal show. Okay. Yep. Normal as opposed to last week. <laughs> yeah, back to... Back to good old vanilla missionary sex voice. Yep. I wish I was getting sex. I can't even agree with you, because... <laughs> ah, well. You'll find someone. Well, it's funny, because I've had two... Two, pa two past ones get a hold of me in the last week and a half. And it's funny, I'm like, why are, they, why are they getting a hold of me? And then I'm like, oh yeah, Valentine's Day is coming. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So, <laughs> basically, like, one of them, I'm like, yeah, there's no chance with, because, like, your ass <laughs> is in Auburn, and I'm not... I'm not dealing with dealing with you an hour away. Sorry, you know the other one's kind of maybe, you know I don't know. What's that coaster? He's laughing. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, I know, I know. I, I I'm not saying it's bad and over. I'm just not. I, I'm not going to pursue somebody that lives an, an hour away for you know. It, it's just not. I just I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. It's, it's I got I, I have I, I live in Syracuse. There's got to be someone here. I'm gonna do it. Stay. I'm staying close. I'm not gonna drive an hour, to maybe see someone. Okay. You know that's just my thing. That's just my decision. <laughs> the silence means we're judging you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just okay. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm gonna go protest. <laughs> Shut it down. And if you don't want to drive an hour to 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 see a girl, then you don't have to drive an hour to see a girl, man. That's all up to you. <laughs> I ain't judging you. I don't know about these guys. Jeff, don't judge. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Right. Well, see you next week, guys. Yep. <laughs> Come on, I can't. This 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 can't be all about me. <laughs> not, I, I got I got no response for you, man. Do whatever makes you happy. It's Usually not called not, it. It's not 90%. called the J Me Monster Hour. It's called BWF Radio. <laughs> all right. Well, what else is going on in the world? Barkley is on his way to you. Theoretically, this is true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear things. Yeah. There's a tracking number, but there's no, like, information on it yet. <laughs> Apparently well, he's in Kentucky right now. Yeah, he's in Kentucky right now, to the best of my knowledge. How, How the hell did it go to Kentucky? <laughs> I don't think mine, when I sent, sent my stuff to G-Ed, it didn't go to Kentucky. 
To save money, I just bought a new one and had it shipped to him. <laughs> it was cheaper that way. Which, by the way, there is an Iron Man mug on my shelf with a, a sticky note taped to it that says, For JT! Dracus just has three more years. <laughs> if you send it, you send it. If you don't, you don't. All I use them now for is to eat my oatmeal. I don't uh, drink coffee. I, I drink coffee out of my travel mugs. I don't drink. I don't drink coffee out of coffee mugs anymore. It's just like I had misplaced it again because I put it right back where I had it in the first place. <laughs> and like we were like cleaning shit up, and it's like, oh, there's that Iron Man mug I'm supposed to send to Syracuse. Speaking of Iron Maiden, I'm, I mean, like, speaking of Iron Man, I, I'm dressed up in my Kiss gear, you know, my Iron Maiden t-shirt. Ah. Yeah, I think you deserve one for that. Yeah. What? I, I also am wearing clothes. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't go outside and look at your new vehicle. You want to, you want to brag to everybody? You want to, you want to brag to everybody? You got a new vehicle? Go right ahead. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my accepted award ceremony. You were, so you had it last week. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Guest spot from little bro again. <laughs> he got a new car. So. Wow. Wow. We got some awesome prizes there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to give an ex he wants his acceptance ceremony. Like, we don't do those. <laughs> Come on down. You're the next contestant on board wrestling fan. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. We really don't. That's why we have nothing to talk about when we get here. We're just like, hey guys, I haven't talked to you in a week. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're all half asleep and it takes us like an hour to get going. And then by that point, it's like, oh, Joe's going to read the news now. <laughs> that That is a typical episode. So if this is your first time listening... First of all, where the fuck you been? Second of all, uh, yeah, that, that's that's typical of an episode. I've been running around just doing stuff all day, some cleaning in my house, you know, getting a little dusty in JT land, you know. And floor needs vacuuming, so I've been some vacuuming. I got some monk on the TV. It's funny, I don't have eight eight football games on. I know, right? Like yeah, I was all, I was all set. Like, ooh, you know, the AFC Championship, but that game's not even on until three o'clock. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do for that first hour of the show? Yeah, I, 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 I'm. I don't know if I want to watch. That. I'm just gonna like. I don't. I don't want to you, watch. You're just gonna assume. I have to. You're just going to assume the Patriots are gonna win. Yeah, I don't want to watch Tom Brady unless I completely have to. But I'll check probably later on to see the score. You know, if if it's close, I might watch. Towards the end, but I'm I'm not gonna if it's like if I tune in and it's like twenty eight to three, I'm probably not gonna even 
you know, watch it. But I'm, I, I, you know, trust me, I'm pulling. I want to pull. I want, I want Jacksonville so bad because you know Doug Marone used to coach for Syracuse. Um, so you know that's one of the reasons why I want Jacksonville so bad to win so bad. So pretty much it. Yeah, didn't, Plus, didn't I want to see Brady done? <laughs> didn't that guy also coach for uh, Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah, well, he he coached just as many years at Buffalo as he did in Syracuse, but at least he saw postseason play in Syracuse. He didn't play see postseason play in Buffalo. Yeah, I remember him briefly being the Bills coach and that not going so well. So <laughs> then again, nobody uh, who was the Bills coach went well. Because it's the Bills. Nah, go sports. Team go. <laughs> Yay, sports! I don't know. I, I, I'll probably pop it on. Kind of have it on mute in the background. And if it gets interesting, like the game did last week on Sunday. That second one. With the comeback and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed the well, end of that game, and then I, I saw, like, everybody talking about it, and I had, like, so I finally caught the, like, missed tackle and all that. Like, what the fuck happened? Pretty fucked yeah, up. That's that pretty simple. Well, yeah, <laughs> he, that's... He missed, he missed and then yeah. he tripped his own teammate, and then they scored a touchdown, and that's what happened. Oh, well. I feel bad for the dude, though. I mean, obviously, any time you have, like, a guy... Fucking cost your your team the entire series, the potential of Super Bowl, all that yada yada. Like in any sport, man, he's the other type of goat. But you know, couple second flip up, and that's it. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Sports, man. It could have been worse. It could have happened in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it could have been worse, for sure. Well, the interesting thing about the game was the fact that score flip-flopped so much in the end there. <laughs> yeah. After, like, big comeback, flip-flop, flip-flop, Lucha Underground, game over. I mean... <laughs> was no, cool. no, it wasn't Lucha Underground. It was flip-flop 619. Game over. Rey Mysterio. Oh... oh. <laughs> I'll explain the kick to the head. <laughs> it was it was it was, was because the guy botched. Right? I, I think he did I'm not sure if he botched or if he was trying to avoid I I was hearing like I heard peace and people he was trying to avoid a penalty and you can't have the game end out a penalty, so you know th- they would have if it was a penalty. They would Minnesota would have had one more shot anyway, and they were in field goal range, so they would have been able to get the field goal. They were. I don't think they. they I didn't think they thought the receiver was gonna take it, take it all the way. But then when he, because uh, he actually when I saw saw the run, it, the the receiver looked like he was gonna run out of bounds, and then he just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna win this game. So I, I'm not saying it was a botched tackle. I think I also think he was trying to avoid a penalty. That's kind of what the sort of what I heard a little bit too. He was trying to the 
the defense guy was trying to avoid the pen, a penalty, uh, a pass interference call. Sure, I could see that. I don't know. Either way, it uh, it just makes you know. He's the he was the laughing stock of like NFL memes for an entire week. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately, it's football. Someone will murder somebody or get busted with a gun in a club. It'll, it'll work out. Unfortunately, it won't be Tom Brady. Ah. Dream the dream, my friend. Or Gronkowski. You never know. What if he puts gun under hat on head? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens there. I don't know. I'd like it to be interesting, so I'll have a reason to pay attention to it. Sure. Uh, blow out mm, that greedy guy. Yeah, fuck him. Boring. I hate boring. Everyone hates boring. Team fuck boring, right? Let's do it. <laughs> Starting a movement right now. So, so, Draw, you just joined us. You missed my brother's second guest appearance on the show in two weeks. Oh, so what happened? Oh, no, last week, last week you missed the, the award show, so he won, he won the, the guest of the year. So he came out, and he was on for that. He called us lame last week, and then he came this week because he, he got a new car, and now he, he want, he's like, where's my ceremony? Where's my ceremony? <laughs> <laughs> so, that all you missed well, no, he's he, he was a guest last week, but now he's already nominated for next year, guest of the year. Oh, okay, I get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And look, he's got a little white car. What kind would you like? I don't know, I can't see what kind of car it is. It's a, from Fusillo, so it's either a Hyundai or, I think it's a Hyundai. <laughs> I just thought he would have said, you know, hey, I bought this. <laughs> Isn't that how it normally works? Well, no, he came in and he got lunch or something, and he came in and he's like, so, go, do you see it? Do you see it? I'm like, dude, I'm sitting here in my freaking, it's a Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's already got a 49ers bumper thing, the bumper thing on the um, license plate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so your brother's got the coolest car in Syracuse, is what you're saying. Nah, I got the coolest car in Syracuse. What's on your bumper? I don't need anything on my bumper. That's how I, that's how I know it's the coolest car in Syracuse. But he's got a 49ers thing, so his is cooler than yours. Mine's, mine's, mine's is the color of the 49ers, so I wouldn't talk. It's a red. Oh, I got a red car, so <laughs> 49ers color, so I don't need anything about a bumper sticker. <laughs> I guess not. Man, there's a lot of dead air on this episode. Well, I'm gonna. I can say I can confirm. Next week, I will be watching the Royal Rumble. Bye. <laughs> you will be watching the Royal Rumble. Yeah, because my buddy invited me over, and I haven't been hanging out with him that much, and. He asked me he asked me if I was gonna watch it, so I said yes. I'll go over and watch it. Oh, that's cool. I think it's no. like seven seven hours with the pre-show. Probably. 
five-hour show. Right? So probably next. So probably well, after this show next, I'll probably head right. I'll be heading right over to his house. Yeah. See, I got I got Mueller coming over, and Mueller invited my girlfriend to watch the Royal Rumble at my house when she practically lives here. <laughs> oh, that's nice of her. Yeah. Like, dude, she's gonna be here anyway. <laughs> but she's been so she's been like watching Raw and like trying to get into like trying to get back into wrestling. So sitting here last night, she's like. Put the WWE Network on. What? <laughs> that is a phrase that has not been uttered in years anywhere. <laughs> well, it's been uttered twice in the past week at my house. Put the WWE Network on. And every time we turn on the network, it happens to be during, uh, like, um, this week in WWE. Which is cool, because we missed the last two weeks of SmackDown. So it's like, oh, cool, you can see what's going on on the other show. Since she's been trying to watch, uh, trying to watch and get acclimated to uh, what the hell's going on before she watches the Royal Rumble on Sunday, and then they just kept repeating that uh, twenty-five best moments of Raw, which was cool the first time I saw it, and then it's just like, okay, I get it. He was trapped in the warehouse with Sean Mooney. <laughs> That's. What actually happened on the thing is... Yeah, I unfortunately saw it, too. It's kind of interesting. I think it was fan text, right? Yeah, apparently so. Robo-G, so I'm, hearing Ro I'm hearing Robo-G. Yep. It's like 75% uh, attitude error, and then like 20% the last two years, three years. So it's like there's like 15 years of wrestling that didn't exist. Well, the the one two three kid thing I think was on the twenty five years, mm -hmm. the twenty five uh, best moments or whatever. But yeah, pipe bomb was number two. Yeah. Yeah. Will that be before or after his next UFC fight? Mm, good question. Sure. Did they announce the actual official schedule of it now, or? I haven't heard anything. Well, I've heard, I heard the talks have been going on for months, but I haven't heard an actual date. Yeah, I haven't heard an actual date either, but I know that, uh, like, it's out there that he'll be fighting again. Well, the big question mark behind the fight would be whether or not they actually do this one in the pay-per-view or one of their TVs. Right. I mean, there's a draw. There's probably still some curiosity. Like, can you get loose faster? Will he actually land a punch this time? <laughs> uh, well, seriously, though, but because that's, you know, that is that would be the draw if you saw the last one. Like, what's it going to be? It's going to be either he somehow finds a way to lose quicker. Because that was the story of the fight. Pretty much. So, if I'm going to tune in, that would be what, I, what I'd be interested to just to see if he actually gets an opponent, how they get to choose the opponent, of course, I suppose. Yeah. Robo-G. Yeah, still, still Robo-G. You got Robo-G. Robo-G. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it's kind of pathetic that I have to ask because I do actually have the network again, but when is the Rumble? Is it next weekend? Next Sunday, yes. Next Sunday. Yeah. The, 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 the Pro Bowl will be more interesting. We'll be playing opposite the Pro Bowl. It'll be more interesting. Say, it's so, always even, though, it's, even though it's the two hit. It's the, huh? It's always opposite the Pro Bowl. What was that? I, I, I actually and, have to disagree well, with you on this one. I think this year's Rumble is definitely... The two Rumble matches are going to be interesting. There's no, no clear-cut winner for either be, of them. But the Pro Bowl will be interesting to see if like anyone relevant actually shows up to play. Isn't that always the thing behind it every year? I don't know enough about the Pro Bowl to say. <laughs> That's the thing we're like... Well, it's uh... basically a two-hand touch. It's basically a two-hand, <laughs> a full-time two-hand touch game. And like the, the players that made the Super Bowl, who also made the Pro Bowl, are not playing in the Pro Bowl. Is that still a thing? Uh, I don't know. It all depends. You know, I don't know the I, only. The sometimes only... They do sometimes they don't. But like I, I don't. I know basically every time I watch it, it's basically you, you're basically not allowed to do like anything in the game. That's what it's basically a two hand touch game. That's what I'm saying. It's basically a two hand touch game. But the like last year, I know they had like all this weird stuff. They had like a dodgeball game before it. They had like some really weird shit before the before the actual game took place. So, I mean, the only uh, actual All-Star game worth watching on next Sunday is the NHL All-Star game. Except uh, I don't understand why don't Kid Rock is performing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the NHL All-Star game is kind of like that. So, they no contact. They take all the, uh, the danger out of the game and all the defense out of the game. So, they're basically the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Except the guys show up, but none of them want to be there. <laughs> Except for John Scott when he was there. That's about it, yeah. He was excited. And the league was like, fuck you, dude, you can't play. And he's like, fuck you, I'm playing. And that is the story of John Scott. Rest in peace. <laughs> Because hell ain't a bad place to be. Oh, wait, sorry, that's Bon Scott. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Let's hit all the chops now. <laughs> All the tropes of the show, yep. Oh boy. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we've got to talk about wrestling. Uh, we have know. to. Nothing happened in my life early this week. Nothing bad, so not terrible. Right, exactly. No, I, I agree. Same here. So, you know, we could talk about uh, Braun Strowman uh, killing Michael Cole. Yay! Oh, Something positive happened. <laughs> Yay. 
Yep, Michael Cole got killed by Braun Strowman on live TV. Like the safest bump ever. I'm gonna throw this 20-pound guy into these uh, this mass of humanity here. Well, if it if it didn't involve you know the trash compactor back into the truck, I'm just not there for it. <laughs> He just grabbed him by the grabbed him by the back of his pants and was like dragging him backstage. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Angle came out like, dude, put him down. Like, you got your job back, you're back in the main event, because the whole thing was he got fired at the beginning of the night, so he was destroying everything he could get his hands on. Um, and then like there's all this security out there, so he just tossed him over off the stage into the security. It's like, yeah, okay. I totally believe he got hurt. Here's Tom Phillips. Like, oh, fuck. You go from one one dipshit to another. Yet they're still all better than Josh Matthews. <coughs> blocked. Oh, and, and I've been blocked. Who... Which other guy? Oh, oh. Uh... I don't even remember his name, but I have an excuse because I'm pretty much out of the loop on this sort of thing all the time. But, oh, one of their other announcer guys, the one who started shit on Twitter because, uh, he, well, he, he had commented that War Machine had to change their name because of the MMA guy who's in prison. And... He referred to War Machine as a single entity, like it's one person, and everybody's like, dude, it's a tag team made up of two guys. No, they don't have to change it, and, you know, if you do a search on Google for War Machine, the tag team is the first thing that comes up, not this, you know, garbage guy who almost killed his girlfriend, but like everybody else, he just doubled down and started insulting people and it was like you know, oh he's a heel and like not a fucking heel he's a dick online who doesn't have a clue about anything and he's getting paid to talk about something and can't even be bothered to do a 30 second search for it and I'm not just saying it because I know who War Machine is it's because lots and lots of other people know who War Machine is, and if your company just signs somebody, and your job is to talk about the doings of your company, it's kind of incumbent on you to know what those doings are, so you don't look like an idiot. But um, when Kevin Owens dragged him, that was basically all that needed to happen. Kevin Owens puts an end to a lot of things on Twitter, and this... <clears throat> I found this tweet. It's Peter Rosenberg. The guy oh, that was yeah, okay. the guy that was locked in the uh, warehouse with Sean Mooney in the uh, twenty five, uh, whatever 20, twenty five raw moments or what the fuck ever. So we all agree War Machine is gonna have to change his name for WWE, right? That's that's what this guy says. He's supposed to be like this fan who they who works for, who happens to work for ESPN, and they're like, well, you can come help us too and, and do shit for us, but. That statement just, like, I've seen War Machine wrestle maybe once, maybe twice, 
but I know that it's not one guy. <laughs> yeah. I, it astounds me when they bring these idiots in who are like, we know all of, we know everything about wrestling, and then they're like shooting themselves in the foot. I can't remember who it was, but somebody that I follow on Twitter who's a person of substantial following pointed out that they make, and not just WWE, but primarily them, if you're going to hire somebody to write or talk about a wrestling product, it's really not hard to find people who can do that without sounding stupid and mm -hmm. embarrassing the company that, you know, pretty much any one of us would be great for that. And, mm -hmm. you know, you are really, like you said, shooting yourself in the foot by putting somebody there who doesn't know anything. I mean, I get it that WWE in particular does not like wrestling fans who have any knowledge of anything, but even with that, if you're going to pay somebody to talk about wrestling for your company, them being able to actually do that should kind of be a prerequisite for the job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. I, I don't, like, I get this guy's got credentials. He comes in, he's from Hot 97, ESPN 98.7 FM, uh, and Bite the Mic with Mike Tyson podcast. <laughs> and, and just like, well, he's a wrestling fan, and he's got some kind of credentials. Let's bring him in to talk about wrestling when he clearly doesn't know shit about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, apparently, because, I don't know, well, just, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> maybe they can, uh, maybe they can beat him up after the fact. Or just let Kevin Owens keep doing that with his words. True. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, so that was Raw. Braun Strowman beat the shit out of everybody. Like nothing like else. The whole episode wasn't, wasn't it? It, it was like half of the episode. And then like the other half was a couple of matches. There was uh, Roman Reigns fought the Miz-Tourage minus the Miz. And oh, one. yeah, there was a whole bunch of handicap bullshit that night, too. Couple, of, yeah, there was a couple of them. I remember, I remember the Revival having some promo in the ring where it was almost like they were telegraphing them going to get beat up next week. Pretty much. By the old-timers. Pretty not much. We're it. not sports entertainers, and this ain't the Attitude Era, and the Attitude Era ruined wrestling and basically gave, like... Basically, they've been listening to Jim Cornette's podcast... And uh, we're not wrestling. We're not sports entertainers. We're wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. They did that to the Ascension a couple years back. So 
strolling through looking at yeah it doesn't look like that much happened or i guess they kind of had to hide Paige's injury and they had sonia deville have a match i remember that well they, they did mention on commentary that Paige was unable to to participate in the royal rumble due to injury yeah they haven't said anything though as far as i know about her officially being done so right just just that she was on it she's not going to be in the royal rumble that's confirmed but other than that nothing that suggests to me they're probably they don't want to make a rush decision and let doctors do doctor stuff and z-packs and all that crap right but if it's if it's her, if it's the uh, page she's her neck and fucked her or her career might be done the uh that doctor in WWE apparently didn't clear it, and that's the same dude in the lawsuit, which keeping Daniel Bryan out, so they're going to stand by whatever he says. I'm, I think it goes without saying. That's common sense. Z-Packs. Mm-hmm. Z-Packs. <laughs> and this was... Uh, oh, yeah, this was the, uh, the MLK one. And remember, there was all that bullshit... Uh, well, I shouldn't say bullshit, but... Uproar, internet outrage about uh, Seth Rollins doing the curb stomp and Co- uh, not Kofi, uh, Biggie, because he's black and people are like, oh, it's racist and all that shit. And then he brought it back this week, but he like curb stomped a white dude. <laughs> and then they changed the name of the, the move. It's what is it called again? It's our fucking Jeff. I should know this for fuck's sake. I'm starting to remember Monday again now. <laughs> what do they call it? Lights out, blackout, blackout, right? Blackout, yeah. That's what they called it. Which would have been funnier if it was Biggie's. But nonetheless, um, the more I think about that, nobody's mentioned that. That's fucking crazy. Hmm. And then what else? That was like Finn Balor in the club doing their kind of heel, kind of not. I don't know what the fuck's going on on that program. That's the Jason Jordan one, too. Like, what is that fucking program supposed to be anyway? I don't know. Like, is it setting up a Jason Jordan turn? Uh, or is he just supposed to be, like, mildly retarded? Like, I don't get it. Uh, that's, that's what I'm taking from the way Seth Rollins acts with him. It's like, this guy's mentally challenged. Like, and I'm not even trying to be mean. Like, I really... Comes across that way. No, I get you. I I agree. I'm watching this guy every week, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, like you say stupid things, and you don't understand what to do, and you're an idiot. Like, that's kind of the way they're presenting it through Seth Rollins' character. That doesn't really bode well for someone who's in that spot, other than a heel turn. I don't know. You're an angle heel now, too, or... No, I don't think so. This is the casual observations of someone who only kind of pays attention. Sure. That's what I'm taking from it. And, uh, you know, I mean, what's the, the way the booking is set up, that, that all seems like it's what I'm expecting to happen, but I don't remember seeing anything. And the review of this show that I'm looking at says nothing other than what I said. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I sat through the show and I have no idea what's going on. Okay. Good job, Ra. They set they set up a bunch of stuff for the Hall of Fame. Z Pack. Yeah, Z Pack's coming back. <laughs> and they're putting him in the Hall of Fame too. 
And then uh, the 20. I kind of have a problem with that because ZPAC should not get into the Hall of Fame until ZPAC is no longer active. That's true. Vacant's never getting in. <laughs> Poor Vacant. What a screw job. Total screw job. Well, I, I suppose they were saving like. Most of the stuff they want to do for next week is going to be like that big show, right? Big push. Mm -hmm. Giant Rumble advertisement, which is interesting. How much talk about the Rumble is actually going to go down on that episode? There should be so many guests. Like, I, I have a list. I don't even know if it's up to date in the news. There's like 400 people on it. Yeah. One other two might be canceled. I think Kevin Nash said he's not going to show up. Yeah, Kevin Nash isn't showing up. I was watching that this week in WWE, and Charlie Caruso goes, it goes, oh, and tune into Monday Night Raw this Monday night at 8 o'clock on the USA Network and see legends like Sting, Kelly Kelly. Like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Did I just hear the words legend and legend Undertaker and Kelly Kelly in the same sentence? Like, come on. What the fuck? Was she sober when she said this? I, she know? could not have been. <laughs> Serious, but, but but dead serious. That's what she said. Legends like the Undertaker, Kelly Kelly, like oh come on. And I don't remember who the third one was. And then the the fourth one was Tori Wilson. And it's like, guys, Trish Stratus is gonna be on this show. <laughs> you, you mentioned Kelly Kelly and Tori Wilson, but you don't mention Trish Stratus. They might have filmed it. Well, you know, before the announcement, though. Also true. I had to add Trish to the, the list I got from Monday. Also I guess true. They announced it on, on SmackDown. The Sunray. Well, I know it was after the fact for sure. You do have to. You got to be honest. You know, Tori Wilson was in Playboy twice and on the cover, so you know, you know, technically, you know, so that that, that makes her a legend. <laughs> well, that is a more significant level of like. Notoriety. Sure. Well, yeah, no, not, well, that too, but going means more mainstream attention. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. No notoriety, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the less there's there's some interesting ones on there, but I'm 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 interested to uh, to see if any of these people actually appear in the rumble. I'm looking at it now, and there's actually not that many options, really. Oh, well. Dudley Boys, I guess. They're, they're rumored to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Well, let's see. It's Ric Flair, Godfather, DX, Sergeant Slaughter, Stone Cold, Brother Love, Million Dollar Man, Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler. They're calling shit at some point. Dudley is Scott Hall, not Kevin Nash. APA, Chris Jericho, Bischoff, Teddy Long, Laurinaitis, Brooklyn Drawler, Boogeyman, New Age Outlaws, Bella Twins, Jacqueline, Perry Reynolds, Tori Wilson, Mar uh, Maria Canellis, Michelle McCool, Trish Stratus, and She Who Shall Not Be Named. Hmm. So the, uh, the Royal Rumble is in Philadelphia, so I'd imagine Devon is going to be in the Royal Rumble this year. Uh, Bubba, I don't know okay. if Bubba Ray can take a bump over the top rope. I mean, his, he's not an active competitor anymore. He's retired because of injuries. What about uh, 
woman, the woman's rumble. Jacqueline, is she, she's still pretty good shape, isn't she? She'll uh, probably show up there. She'll look all right Jacqueline at the... Jacqueline uh... could probably still kick the ass and just have to go on the roster today. I don't know that she's ever had injuries, but she always know. <clears throat> and I think she's basically immortal anyway. <laughs> I mean, theoretically... theoretically she's from Texas. Woman, <laughs> Any of the women on that list could be in the rumble outside of Maria, who's pregnant, right? Right. Yeah. But I mean, of the list, the ones you actually would want to see in the rumble, we've got the Bella Twins, Terry Reynolds, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Trish Stratus. I I could see her. She's I know she's in shape still. She's like hardcore into the yoga thing and like has a bunch of gyms. She's gone uh, into business with that pretty heavily in Canada. The rest of them, like, ah, I guess you get nostalgia pop for some people. I, I don't know how interesting I'd be, or interested I'd be, but like, yay, Michelle McRibs, hurrah. <laughs> well, if you have Trish in it and you don't have Lita in it, I just think that's a crime. I, yeah. I, I haven't I... heard anything about her, but, you know, I personally am grievously offended and outraged if they're going <laughs> to have something like this and not have her there, too. Yeah, I it's agree. one thing if they asked and she said no, but I haven't heard that. I haven't heard anything about her. How can you have Trish and not Lita at something like this? Maybe that's oh. the surprise element, you know. You're, it's a great point because we, whenever we've seen, I, I they're not that old, but the old timers kind of pop in, you know, what was like Snuka and Piper like mm-hmm. 10 years ago or whatever it was. But yeah, exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, that would be the smart way to do it. You know, that might be it, though. You might be right. You might not be outraged. Because I actually, if, if, because I think we talked about this last week, if Lita can actually go over the top rope safely with the neck thing. No, we did talk about that last week, yeah. From what I've seen on her social media accounts, she's been pretty careful. And if there's any physical reason that she couldn't, as long as it wasn't something too insane. Um, it hasn't been brought up before. So unless there's something that has just been kept private, which certainly could be, I don't know of any good reason why she couldn't participate in something like that. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see if they go with that. Like but I said, it was not... it was only like uh, what five years ago she was giving her Coronas to uh, Heath Slater on the twentieth anniversary of Raw. Yeah, sure, that's yeah. a good point. I'd say okay. Well, that sounds like that's probably a pretty realistic expectation. I you can just imagine. Back. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I can just imagine. The reaction if you know nobody had said anything at all and then her music hits because there's enough people who would still lose their minds over that 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 could be one of the reactions that everybody else looks at and is like well damn mm-hmm. but i mean this is the woman who used to get her name chanted for matches that she wasn't even in so uh that's never totally disappeared. I mean, could get the biggest reaction out of everybody possible. 
It would also give you an opportunity later to have a run in backstage with Matt Hardy and have him call her Delita. (laughs) (laughs) I will take credit for Delita. I've heard that elsewhere, but I want it to happen so much. What was that? What were you going to say, Coaster? I just said delight. Ah. What do you guys think about the possibility of karma coming in for one shot? I, I wish that they would do something because she was always one of those you know, unfulfilled possibilities that mm-hmm. just really bugged me. I, I was so psyched when she came in. And then, I mean, I know why. I just didn't agree with it. And... It was one of those things that they just basically left everything on the table. And I had hoped so badly that she'd eventually come back and just completely wreck shop on the Bella Twins. Because that was the last thing that was said before she was gone. And I know nobody is going to remember that. But I just wanted to see the awesome Kong karma wrecking machine come back and have a good go at it. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility because not long ago they had, I I don't know what the hell the deal was, but the stars of glow of which she is one uh, were a part of a WWE event, like a, like a red carpet thing. I don't know if it was like the hall of fame or or something. I I have no idea, but um, they were a part of something that had to do with WWE where W and WWE acknowledged like, Oh, here's the stars of glow. Mm -hmm. So it's entirely, I mean, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. uh, There were rumors about some involvement possibly with SummerSlam that never came to fruition. So what if she shows up as her character from glow instead? outraged over that i wouldn't i think that'd be fucking awesome (laughs) yeah i think that would be super fun i mean that was a show that got a lot more positive press than i really thought it would and if that's what they want to do actually now that you mention it that probably seems more likely because anytime somebody gets mainstream pop culture exposure and respect, which did. The WWE likes that a lot. It's like, oh, you've done this thing. Okay, come in here and mm-hmm. you know, bring us some of that. I mean, she might have upped her chances of doing stuff with them just because of Glow, now that you bring it up. That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. When's season two come out here? I'm like looking for it on Google. Does anyone know? I know they announced that they're definitely having a season two. Not sure. Not getting much here, but can't be too far off. I should have just gone to fucking IMDb in the first place, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Variety. Why am I looking at you, Variety? 
episode guide, 15 episodes. So they got they got listings here. Episode 2.1. I suspect though it still have to be in the summer. And it's just says 2018. Well, opportunities there. I mean, there's a lot of holes there. The idea of bringing in a bunch of unknown NXT, as we talked about, like trying to get a count of how many NXT out of nine, or was it 11 that was rumored to be in there? I think they said nine, and we couldn't come up with more than four. <laughs> yeah. And we made it five if we included uh, Candice Ray, Delray there. We just got signed, right? So, right. So a lot of, of uh, a lot of a lot of nobodies essentially, which doesn't really look good in the rumble. But it's supposed to be right. even the even the guys who are in, in the past who when they've brought them in were clearly just jobbers who known. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like we have to know everybody who's going to be in a Rumble match for it to be compelling. The surprises are part of the fun. But uh, at the same time, there is kind of a track record of surprises being let down. You're like, oh, that was it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think back to when my brother and I lived together and we had pretty much every wrestling video game at the time and we would put it on Royal Rumble mode and we'd pick the characters we wanted and then set it on computer mode so it played the game itself and we'd sit there and watch it and it would be stuff like, oh, here's the big show, but he's got Rey Mysterio's moveset for some reason <laughs> and just all these ridiculous changes, but you know, We'd sit there and watch this Royal Rumble that could never actually happen, and we'd be like, "This is a lot better than the real one." <laughs> so, uh, kind of making me think of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always a fan of watching the Royal Rumble. I always like to see who the surprises are, but a lot of times it's like, "Oh, okay." You know, like, like specifically, you remember a few years ago, everybody wanted Daniel Bryan and we got Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, who's a baby face and has always been a baby face and everybody loves the guy, got booed the fuck out of the building because nobody wanted him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see on uh, Sunday next week who, who may or may not be surprise entrances and... I don't know. Kind of looking forward to it. The only thing that happened on SmackDown this week is, uh, well, there's a new United States champion. Vacant has lost the title. Oh, yeah, right. This Bobby Roode is your United States champion. He defeated Jinder Mahal in the finals of the U.S. title tournament which was originally supposed to take place at the Royal Rumble. Hmm. I'm fine with it. If it meant another gender match, then I'm cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't watch this. I heard it was fucking awful. I see why. He wrestled twice. Holy shit. Like, yeah, both of them wrestled yeah. twice. And uh, must, they must have been a long-ass matches because there wasn't much else on this fucking write-up. That's all it was, was three matches. Uh, and I think a uh, women's three-on-three, uh, three, six-woman tag yeah. team match. Yeah, that's it. Oh, God, and Mojo Raleigh was in a match, too. Yeah, Mojo uh, Mojo was against Bobby Roode, and uh, Xavier Woods wrestled uh, Jinder. And then they both won, you know, Jinder and Bobby Roode won their respective matches, went on to uh, be in the in the main event. Oh. And Bobby Roode, your new United States champion in WWE. Poor Braden Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Didn't he walk past the U.S. champion when he was in WWE? Probably not. Yeah, I doubt it because he was on ECW. Yeah. So unless Matt oh, Hardy so was, was the ec- it was EC it was ECW champion then because yeah, I think that was when Matt Hardy was ECW champion. I was going to say, unless Matt Hardy was the United States champion at the time, I don't think he interacted with the but United I States think, champion. I think, I, I think it was at that time he talked to Matt Hardy was when Matt Hardy was the GW champion. I don't know. That's some research that needs to be done now. <laughs> and it's only like three segments with a minute, too, so it can't be too hard to find. All right. World Wrestling Entertainment 2008 debuted on March 11th. Uh, television, okay, television debut July 8th. And uh, had his last match of victory over James Curtis before he was re- released from his contract on August 7th. So between July and August 2008, I guess that won't be too hard to figure out who the ECW champion was. ECW Championship. We gotta find this out now. Actually, you can probably figure out who the United States Champion was at the time. Yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> List of ECW World Heavyweight Champions. So, uh, Mark Henry was the ECW champion at the time. Hmm. And WWE United States champions. In 2008, July, nope, Shelton Benjamin was the ECW, was the uh, United States champion. Having just recently beat Matt Hardy. Actually, no, it's entirely possible Matt Hardy was the ECW champion because Shelton beat him on July 20th. Braden Walker debuted on July 8th. So you figure (laughs) it was the following week that he did the uh, bit with Matt Hardy. So that would have been the uh, 15th. So yeah, U.S. champion was probably Matt Hardy. (laughs) <laughs> All right, there we go. We figured out the uh, one of wrestling's greatest mysteries. 
So no, JT pulls another one out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I hear that Brayden Walker is a real wild cat. His his picture on on Wikipedia is him as Brayden Walker. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was the WWE for the week. Total excitement. Seem like much for a whole week, though. I mean, you would think it would just feel like more stuff. You would think so, but no, that was pretty much it. Braun Strowman destroyed everybody, and Bobby Roode won the East, uh, won the uh, U.S. Championship. Ah, what do you say we do a break song? Sure. Sounds like a plan to me, and it's Coaster's break song this week. And I picked uh, Grains of Wrath and Bad Religion. And here it is on Board Wrestling Fan. <laughs>
bad religion, oddboard wrestling fan. And now, a word from our sponsor. A word from our sponsor, Fightful. Fightful is the first true combat sports crossover site covering all things pro wrestling, mixed martial arts, and boxing. Signing up to Fightful gives you access to multiple wrestling and MMA audio and video podcasts, original content from wrestling, MMA, and boxing personalities, and industry insiders that can't be found anywhere else. Special deals, contests, and giveaways only available to Fightful members. Interviews with renowned performers from WWE, UFC, Bellator, TNA, and more. Registration is also completely free. Make sure to check out Fightful. Link is in the description. All right. So, anything going on in New Japan on the heels of Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, it's a little bit of... Well, it's as close to a downtime as they have. Uh, Fantastica Mania is going on right now, which is the annual Lucha Libre crossover with CMLL. They bring in a ton of people from CMLL to do about a week's worth of Japan, and I think tomorrow closes it out. Um, there's not a whole lot of people from the New Japan roster on the shows, but the ones that are are usually just on it to have a good time. It's not about you know, good matches and stuff for them, because considering what they're all coming off of, it's like, okay, time out for me. But um, it's just a lot of fun to see people doing things a little bit differently. Uh, most of the people that have been on the show so far have a pretty strong connection one way or another with CMLL. Either you know, part of their Young Lion excursion was there, or you know, they've just done a lot of time there. So uh, a lot of those things were fun. There's... Uh, there's a guy called Fuego who comes out in this ridiculous getup that would make you know, Randy Savage go, wow, that's a bit much. And he does this dance. And Taguchi came out with him because they were tag team in it. And watching these two guys dance in the ring is one of the most entertaining things of all time. And it just yeah. It reminds you that wrestling can be fun. You know, everything doesn't have to be you know analyzing moves to death and stuff. So you know, there's there's a lot of that. Um uh show and yo from Rapongi 3K, you know, they started their excursion in CMLL and they come out this was really cool. Um they come out wearing outfits that are a blend of what they wore in CMLL and their new Rapongi 3K look. So the people who knew that were like, oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of neat. Um, you know, Los Ingobernables was obviously having a field day. Um, they were all there. Uh, well, Evil and Sonata are in London at Revolution Pro, um, but they don't really have the CMLL connection that the other three do. Rush has been there and Pretty much the most perfect bromance in the world is when Naito and Rush get to play together because they get so ridiculously goofy, but they're obviously having an absolute blast. And so any of the 
eight-man tags involving LIJ have been a lot of fun to watch. They're, interestingly enough, they've been just complete Rudo on these shows. So, you know, all of the babyface leanings of LIJ as a whole, and Naito in particular, have gone completely out the window. They beat the shit out of Milano Collection AD at the announce table for absolutely no reason at all. Um, the invisible soccer game that they play during the match is hilarious. Um, but it, it's back to the, the bad guy stuff that kind of started everything. So that's kind of fun. It hasn't been seen in a while. I'm not super knowledgeable about Lucha in general and CMLL in particular. Some of the matches I enjoyed a lot. Some of them reminded me why I don't watch a lot of Lucha. Um, In terms of style, I find it very sloppy and very soft. And by soft, I mean, it's like people are going through dance choreography more than they are having a fight. And there are some exceptions to that. Uh, I like Volador Jr. a lot. Volador Jr. has got to be Bret Hart's illegitimate son. He looks exactly like him. Find a picture of Volador Jr. not wearing his mask and tell me he is not Bret Hart's illegitimate son. You can't. He had some good matches. Um, I, I don't know who everybody is. There's one guy, uh, I think, uh, Barbariano Cavarino, name, something like that. Uh, Caveman Barbarian is what it translates to. He comes. He's got this crazy, wild, poofy hair with a giant bone in it. He's got paint all over him, and you know, he looks like a caveman. But I mean, he is completely fearless and he's a lot of fun to watch yeah, I, I've enjoyed his matches a lot uh, anything with Dragon Lee in it is going to be great even when he's not fighting Hiromu Takahashi whose athleticism is just ridiculous um, but to kind of tie all that up speaking of Hiromu Takahashi I think that uh, Ric Flair, Roderick Strong and even Naomichi Marafuji are going to have to step aside because there is a new god of the chop. And uh, that's our crazy little cat boy. Yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Um, Hiromu Takahashi now has a significant track record of chopping the chest of his opponents freaking bloody. I mean, we're talking their chests are dripping blood in the middle of a match. It is nasty. And that's apparently something he's very good at. He doesn't do it often in New Japan because it's more of a lucha thing. But you watch him in one of his chop fest matches and, oh, it it hurts just to watch it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Once they tie up Fantastica Mania, probably tomorrow, uh, a lot of people are off in different places, like, you know, Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr., even though he's not full-time with them. Sonata Evil and a couple of other people were in the UK for Revolution Pro. Um, this is basically the time where once New Year's Dash is over, 
everybody either just takes time off or they go off and do their personal flavor of independent work and then everybody will get back together for the new beginning shows uh, there's new beginning in Sapporo and new beginning in Osaka and those cards are looking pretty stacked got quite a few um Kenny Omega is going to defend the U.S. title um, against Jay White. If you want to know why, check out what happened at New Year's Dash. New Year's Dash is not a show that's known for having great matches, but it's basically the equivalent of the Raw after WrestleMania, and for the last several years, it's been where crazy shit happens that will set up stories that go the whole rest of the year. So Jay White is challenging for Kenny Omega's U.S. title, um, despite having just won the heavyweight tag team titles. Evil is going after Hiroki Goto's never open weight title, and Sonata has a title match against Okada because he choked him out. I'm not going to pretend that doesn't make me happy. So uh, those three matches are all top-of-the-card kind of stuff. Um, Naito has a match against Yoshihashi because Yoshihashi is freaking delusional. But, yeah, that's another story altogether. Um, and Suzuki is challenging Tanahashi for the Intercontinental title after absolutely destroying his knee. So there's going to be a lot of cool stuff at the new beginning shows, and we'll see how those things play out, but the rest of January is pretty much the downtime as far as New Japan goes, as much as it is, anyway. I gotcha. You know what? Well, there isn't any downtime. In JT land! <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Never any downtime here. Uh, so, uh, Virgil and Zeke were pretty dull this week, so I did decide, I decided to do something different. I had my Echo playing, and it was playing the top 100 songs of the 80s playlist. So, what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to have, I'm going to, I've got lyrics, I've got lyrics to, eight, to a bunch of songs that were on the playlist that I listened to today. I'm going to read them off to you guys, and... Um, I don't want the name of the song, obviously, because some of these actually have song titles. The song titles. I want to see if you guys know who sings the song. Okay, bring so it. I'm gonna go it off. So you, anybody can chime in. I'm not gonna say a specific person. Just chime it. Just you can just chime in if you know it. Just chime in. Okay. First one. She's an easy lover. Phil Collins. You drop your drink, then they bring you more. Anyone? Anyone? Nobody? Nobody. Nobody? Nobody. The Bengals. Walk like an Egyptian. Hmm. I knew it was from somewhere. Ah. Uh, and these are all 80s songs. Trust me again. They're, oh. they're, they're all from the East. Joe, you'll get this one because they know they're like your number two favorite group. I'll, I'll let somebody comes, else jump in and get out, this boy. one. Here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. She's a man-eater. 
Are you looking for the artist, not the yeah, song? Yeah, the artist. Okay. Oh, the okay. Artist. I, I, listen to me, folks. I said I only want the artist, people. <laughs> I, I suck at this, Ricardo. So. I, I know it, this it's one. It's the so. band that sings Maneater, though. <laughs> yeah, so, so who, 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 it. Who, who is it, Joe? It's Hall & Oates. All right, next up's Duran Duran. No, no, Joe, don't even let him get to them. Gee, you have to, gee, you have to wait till I read the lyric. That's like don't probably like one of the only ones I'm gonna get. But go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No, since G spoiled that one, I'm not gonna do that one. Next one is "I Need You Tonight." In excess. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Next. Your next mom? one. Yeah, no, in excess. In excess is correct. Next one, <laughs> and you give yourself away. You too. Oh, nice. Didn't think that was going to go out easy. Yes, it's true. I'm so happy to be stuck with you. Huey Lewis in the news. Correct. Hey, pretty baby with the high heels on. Michael Jackson. Correct. That's great. Let's start with an earthquake. R.E.M. Correct. Step on a crack. Break your mama's back. Devo. Correct. That hypocrite smokes two packs a day. You boys. Correct. Hey, hey, little sister, who's your Superman? Billy Idol. Billy Idol. And finally, the one, one cheek treat worth it. What a wonderful time for you to go fuck yourself. Iron cheek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's some kayfabe news. Is there? Yes, there's some kayfabe news. Let me just go through and run through real quick. Under The Undertaker, does he have 10 more WrestleManias left in him? Strowman confirmed for a WrestleMania match against Optimus Prime. Strowman <laughs> accidentally flips his own car. Gallows, Bliss, Maven, and Strowman visit WWE Performance Center. NXT fans eagerly anticipating, anticipating debut of Ricochet. Excuse me. And finally, last but not least, WWE admits mathematical error says Raw 25th anniversary is actually next year. And that is your... JT land this week, and as always, whatever. Um, I want someone to look at me the way Josh looks at his whiskey. See you next week, folks. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Elf Fog. You remember Elf? He's back. Fog fly. <laughs> <laughs> Millhouse. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Alternative facts. Stupid sexy Flanders. Kudos to no fucking Even though we're still buddies. Too bad. All them Tide Pod memes. Edu. Will Barkley arrive for real? Underscore question mark. Edu. And angrymarks.com and bodyslam.net. And of course, our friends at Spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula City. And our boys at Booker T. They're uh, Booker T's. They're back. And the Brack Lesnar shirt is available now! I ordered mine. Can confirm. Yes. 
and a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care in the, about in the first place. <laughs> Rollins' new finisher seems pretty cool. I guess I'll go try it on my little sister, says Nathboy2501 on Reddit. We've already, oh, yeah, we already went over that. Already went over this, so we'll skip it. Uh, just so everybody's clear on this, the DEA is not investigating Roman Reigns, Mark Wahlberg, or anybody Ricard, uh, Richard Rodriguez fingered for allegedly buying steroids. They're interested in the dealers, not the alleged customers. Also, the plan as of right now is for Reigns to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. <laughs> he said fingered. He did. I did. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Marky Mark does steroids? He, I read an article, he says he's very critical of what he puts in his body, and he, does, he only puts all natural shit in his body. Steroids isn't all natural. Well, the... Uh, the... I, I don't think Richard Rodriguez's finger is natural either. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the, the basic idea is, like, they, they named this guy as a guy who sells steroids, and this guy's, well, like, here's some of my clients. And so, yeah. like, like Roman Reigns has come out and said, dude, I failed a drug test, and I've passed 11 since then. I've never even heard of this guy. Now, keep in mind, yeah, it is still... It, that's where it stands as of right now. Right. It's a pending investigation, so... Sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it made a lot, of, a lot of posts in the beginning of the week about it, and then this was kind of the last thing I heard. I think it was just Friday. That's all I know. Yeah, I, I saw but, the I saw the Roman Reigns uh, tweet where he said uh, that he'd passed eleven drug tests since he failed that one. So, you know, uh, there's that. I probably am misremembering, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I know he was out for a bit when he got sick, when everybody got the meningitis or whatever. Mm -hmm. Was there not a? It's just he had he had a suck fucking strike though, didn't he not? He had a strike previously. What? That was Adderall, right? Uh, I don't remember what it was, but I know he was WWE champion, and he lost the belt because steroids yeah. or whatever, or whatever he failed for. It may have been Adderall. I have no idea. Um, okay. But he was WWE champion at the time, got suspended, or was, was scheduled for a title match or something at the time. I don't know. I, I don't... Yeah, I, okay. Well, then, okay. So there's... So we never actually did find out what it was for. It was an internal right. one. Okay. All right. Well, then, yeah, I mean, I, we don't know, so we don't know. But sure. nonetheless, I just wanted to be 100% sure if that was the case, then let's put it out there and say, okay, mm -hmm. let's see what happens here. Keep in, mind, keep in mind, it's still funny as fuck to make rain steroids jokes. Carry on. That from the Wrestling Observer. Mm -hmm. You can't blame Roman Reigns for using steroids if you don't blame Richard Rodriguez for being a prison snitch little bitch, says Roman Reigns. <laughs> ooh -ah! From Oh Hi Danny on Reddit. The only juice I have is the uh, is all the ooze juice I shoot on the divas, ooze, says Roman Reigns. ooh -ah! Submitted by, uh, and, and that uh, quote according to PJP288710 on Reddit. Oh, speaking of juice and Usos. <laughs> WWE on Jay Uso's DWI arrest in Hidalgo, Texas. Joshua Fatu is responsible for his own personal actions. We're investigating the matter and awaiting information from local law enforcement officials. He's in trouble. Mom and Dad used his full name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan has ruled out running for Senate in Florida. 
That's a very wise decision. Also, Hogan is not sure that WWE wants him back. Sorry, dudes and dudes. JT Hogan has no comment, brother. Yeah, I was fucking like waiting for it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> she might be the only one alive who thinks so, but Brooke Hogan says her father being a senator would bring people together. Yeah, that whole N-word sex tape rant, that really brought people together, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> Still no comment. I should, I should have read. I should have went through the news before before the show so I could actually maybe head something on it. That one's all Stevie J. <laughs> hey, every, hey, everybody! <laughs> Popular culture has used has used a wrestling theme. We're all getting laid. That from Big Papa Lump on Reddit. Oh, I guess Papa Plump. But a lump, is it I plump? Like lump it is plump. You are right. <laughs> but lump, lump would explain that fucking weird bonus muscle he had on his bicep. Ah, yeah. Ricochet and War Machine reportedly signed three-year deals with WWE, which is now the standard length of a contract being offered to new talent. Uh, WWE has also confirmed the signing of Candice LeRae. I find that three-year thing is that that's kind of interesting. Oh, I don't know what was it before. Does anybody know? The year to year, or did they go depend on the guy? Probably, probably depended on the guy. Well, uh, I don't know how 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 much it was with the the game. Like the game, they'd have like three months, six months, you know, year, three years, or something like that. I'm not sure, but I don't know sure how that was to real life. I don't actually know. Yeah, I, I was under the impression that it was like literally case by case. From like the stories and interviews people talk about the times in developmental, it seems like it might be, but I don't know. I wonder if it's like a three-year contract, because it's a contract, must have like buyout or some kind of termination clause for them. I wonder if they have like the same type of guarantee of any kind. Uh, it's like an, it sounds, sounds the term sounds like an entry-level uh, sports contract. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of cool in a way. I kind of like that. It'd be a good deal if uh, they get like some kind of payout if they decide to say, oh, sorry, no good, unless you violate laws or, you know, typical expectable shit. Except for steroids and drinking and driving, it's cool. Right. Confirm. Make sure everyone knows. Yep. Ricochet undergoing. Both at the same time. Huh? Yeah, I know. You ever try to take a shot while taking a shot? Huh. Ricochet. Ricochet undergoing name change upon entering NXT will now be referred to as the Chocolate Vanilla Midget. Uh, that from Darcy1323, who says that uh, uh, that uh, they got that from the uh, Wrestling Observer Radio. They must have a subscription. I don't know. 1099? 1099. Ricochet should go back to the indies. They've done nothing with him since he got to WWE. What a waste, says Nork on Reddit. I don't know how to pronounce that name either. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's what we're going with. Yeah. Hey. Former board wrestling fan guest EC3, Ethan Carter III, was at the WWE Performance Center on Tuesday. They probably have complimentary turkey sandwiches and catering. That's why he's there. Possibly. <laughs> turkey burgers. Yeah. Oh, it was off by a bit. Speaking of which, the impact talent Mark and G were trying to remember last week jumping ship was Bobby Lashley. For Bobby Lashley to return at WW, to WWE at Royal Rumble, Impact will either have to grant permission or let him out of his contract early. 
Accidentally called my dad the M-word. Got grounded till New Year. 31, by the way. Says Wyvern Cardia on Reddit. Fuck WWE. I, I, I guess was something about like people calling Mark the uh, swear word or derogatory. Some kind of kerfuffle, but I don't know any more than that. Yeah. I think I think I, I figured that's what the M word was, was Mark. Yeah, but there was a lot of shit posted making fun of something. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't catch anything about that, so Well, it's hard because like you read and you're not sure it's like, okay, what part of this is actually the right news and then what what is this, right. the troll site this comes from? And I, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't see anything else. Oh, well. Hania the Huntress was reportedly fired by Impact Wrestling after refusing to lose a 90-second match against Su Yung at the last set of tapings. I don't know who either of those are. I've seen the Hania the Huntress on uh, ROH before, for sure, wrestle a couple times. They do the Women of Honor specials. Right. I usually watch, I have Ring of Honor on right now, I usually watch it during the second half of the show. Put it on in the background. I don't know, uh, woman that she was fighting, though. Wasn't she in the news recently talking about her for some reason? Or am I confusing her with someone else? The name sounds familiar, but I have no idea who she actually is. Well, she's, uh, the one you're thinking of uh, was in the news because she was Rich Swan's wife in the domestic violence charge that uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. not sticking. If she's the wrestler, I think she is. The whole um, undead bride thing. Fantastic look. I mean, you're just like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I don't care if you wrestle or not. Um, but uh, I thought she... I thought she went back and forth between a couple of places. I didn't think she was exclusive to Impact Wrestling, but again, I, I could be wrong about that. Roll up. The three sure. major names. Oh slash yeah, no, she is. That's on our Wikipedia. That's her. Uh, they're married. Okay. Rich Swan's wife. Well, there you go. It is. Yeah. Huh. The undead thing though looks cool though. You got a photo of that. Yeah, check those out. She looks freaking awesome. That's creepy shit, man. <laughs> the three major names slash high salaries left in impact now are Eddie Edwards, Eli Drake, and Alberto El Patron. Eddie Edwards has reportedly decided to stay with Impact Wrestling. All my women are perfect, even the bad ones. Sure, I'll be the first to shit on any average talent on the male roster, or throw sar sarcastic digs at jobbers if they have a dick, but nothing but respect for my women, even the ones with shit gimmicks who aren't good in the ring, says Drama79 on Reddit. TMZ knew to cover Ronda Rousey and Triple H leaving a restaurant together because WWE gave them a heads up and to be there and had them eat in a public restaurant so they'd be seen. They wanted TMZ to cover it and hoped other media outlets would follow suit. Fake news. Yeah. Ah. WWE will, will do anything for attention. 
it's not even something that I, I kind of thought this was interesting on two levels. Because one's got a bit of trust, and secondly, it's like, well, fucking companies do promotions with the news. They've done this shit for years, so why wouldn't they do that? <laughs> like, oh, well. That's a funny world we live in, damn it. Come on, Jay Lethal, you can kick this guy's ass. <laughs> like, fighting some poor man's like Enzo Amore, who actually can wrestle, though. Hmm. Hate to dash your hopes if you were placing a bet on Daniel Bryan, but he's still not medically cleared to compete by WWE and won't be in the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, he's uh, okay. Sorry, I thought. Whatever. But Daniel Bryan's still ranked like really high to win this thing. He's most sites I've got three of them here. Balkanati's third most likely to win in all three places. Kind of incredible. Except for one. Actually, no, but I don't know about the site. Regardless, Shinsei Nakamura is actually a hands on favorite right now. Huh. By quite a margin, considering nobody is guaranteed, like, Lose money, like you pick anyone right now, you'll make a buck at least. This one side has it being Nakamura, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Dan O'Brien, Dolph Ziggler, in that order. And every other side has all those guys kind of mixing a couple of other ones around. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And then it, there's like here and there, like the weird, you know, votes. There's a couple interesting ones that obviously are never going to happen, but you got to wonder. They're in there for some reason. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Actually bet on Vin Diesel winning the Royal Rumble if you want. This is from Skybet, which is like a pretty big company in the UK. Don't blame me. I bet on Kodos. <laughs> WWE plans to find a non-wrestling role for Paige. Managing absolution, commentating, or who knows what else, now that she's medically disqualified from wrestling. For her part, Paige has no plans to leave WWE, so she'll be taking whatever they come up with. I mean, I think Paige has been taking whatever she could come up with for the last uh, several years in WWE, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In the latest chapter of Is He or Isn't He Retired, Mark Henry said on the latest Busted Open Radio that he's now signed a WWE ambassador deal, which to me sounds more or less like a Legends contract that means he won't be wrestling, but will make appearances on shows and at conventions here and there. <laughs> when AJ Styles cuts a bad promo, it's because of bad writing. When Roman Reigns cuts a bad promo, it's because he's a dumb Samoan shampoo fuckboy who couldn't talk his way out of my parents' basement. Hoo-ah! Says Big Z at 9-11 on Reddit. Well, you know you fucked when your cousin The Rock comes in and F you win the Royal Rumble and can't get you over. Nope, he got booed. <laughs> Bill well, Gold... Looks at, then, then looks at you like, oh shit. Yeah, right. Bill Goldberg was reportedly in talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling about coming in a few times a year for big shows, but given that WWE has officially announced him for the 2018 WWE Hall of Fame, and that it usually comes with a short-term WWE contract and or a Legends deal for appearances, any chance of that deal going forward is now nil. 
And all of the fans I know are going, thank all the gods for that. Well, that's, uh, if Goldberg comes to NJPW, we riot. The last thing we need is another sports entertainment gaijin ruining Puro, uh, Puro, uh, Puro Riso, <laughs> bringing mainstream attention to my product from Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yet. Tom Cruise uh, NX. <laughs> Tom Cruise NXGGA on Reddit. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I had, a, I had a feeling after reading that, that that there must have been a lot of outcry, huh? <laughs> like, so you're well, getting made fun of on that site. That's why it happens. Nothing personal. They do. Everybody oh, yeah. gets made fun of. <laughs> well, it was a question of, well, how far are they going to take that? Because, you know, the Chris Jericho thing was one thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's more than a one-shot deal. There's all kinds of rumors and speculation about what's going to be involved in that. But because... Come on, your new the... champion? Yeah, that was probably a big concern. Huh? Was, that, do you th was there a lot of people who thought they might like, do something like they did with them in the WWE? To kind of bring well, them in and have them go over everybody? Well, the big concern was that at least the you know, expansion part and possibly the entirety of New Japan was going to take the TNA route of bringing in ex-WWE guys and pushing them harder than you know, their own people, and you know, nobody wants to see that. You know, it's one thing to have you know, special things like you know, the Jericho Omega thing worked because of who was involved in it and how it was handled, but you don't want that to be a... That, that should not be the normal like at all and there's a lot of Goldberg is one of those people who's always gonna split opinion because there's no doubt that he was super popular there's no doubt that he was a tremendous draw there's no doubt that you know, the people who liked him liked him a lot there's also no doubt that wasn't that great of a wrestler. He was kind of a fuck up when it came to learning and he hurt people. He, you know, ended Bret Hart's career among, you know, other things. And it's not like bringing in a Jericho who's respected as a legit wrestler. And so people were just really concerned after, you know, the president of New Japan talked about, yeah, we want to do you know, more of this with you know, WWE people and everybody was like, oh shit, how much is more? And, you know, they they did not want to see it turn into what DNA did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, that's all. I, I, TNA, I understand that concern. So, <laughs> okay. They, was, there, there was never nothing, anything in particular where they said they were reusing him in a wrestling capacity, like as a part of an ongoing program, was there? Uh, not uh, a specific program, but you know, everything that I read was definitely focused on him wrestling because the way it was described that you know he had a style that would work work really well over there because you know it's explosive, it's powerful, it's in very short bursts, but you know, that would be the kind of guy that would be well received over there. And I thought, well, okay, yeah, 20 years ago, maybe, but, you know, 
everything he has in America is basically a nostalgia tour, and he just does not have the... Uh, he's not in the memory of a certain kind of fan the way Jericho was. And it, Jericho's not got to be the standard by which everything else is measured, but I think really the idea was if you're going to bring in the former WWE people because you're trying to establish a connection there, pick and choose carefully who you bring in was pretty much what I was seeing. It was like, you know, don't just bring in somebody who has nothing to offer. And honestly, at this point, I don't know what Goldberg has to offer that you couldn't get better from somebody who's already over there. What about the the business side of it of them expanding into the U.S. Though I mean, they want to, they obviously want that to go well. So bringing in talent, the people from the U.S. would recognize. Yeah, would it not be a priority. It's a priority, but it's. It's a priority in a very particular way because there's almost two separate companies, if that makes sense. You've got, you know, what they have at home, and then they you've got what they're expanding into. You know, that's the whole reason they even have a U.S. title now. So all of the, uh, you know, all of the attention and all of the draw that you know, everybody in Bullet Club brings. You know, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, Cody, you know, everybody who's a part of that. Hell, Stephen Amell from Arrow is part of Bullet Club, like, officially. He's got a shirt and everything. And I have one. But uh, I just like Stephen Amell. That's the only reason I violated my no Bullet Club merch policy. So I, I will justify that. Um, but I guess to more directly answer your question, when they expand into the States, they're trying to strike that balance between using talent and doing things that American fans would recognize and balancing that with their own product that is what fans of New Japan like in the first place. Yeah. And yeah, that's when, the risk for sure, you know. You don't want to alienate what's there. And I get yeah, that. I just... Uh, they, If it turns into something else, they're going to lose everybody who wants them there in the first place because if you only appeal to fans of other promotions, then they're just going to go, well, I'm just going to watch WWE anyway. You know, why should I go to this? Like, the the second Long Beach show going to be in March. Um, this is going to kill me. I wish they had done it during the summer, but I guess they couldn't get the venue. So it's at the end of March and it's after spring break, but that's okay. I've already taken the day off. Um, last year it was two shows and it seated about 3,000 each time. This time it's one show in a venue twice as big that seats about 6,000. It's going to be at the Pyramid and so a lot of the things that people are talking about as part of the extension that could really draw attention are being speculated to happen there. One of the big things that is rumored is that we're going to get Jericho Naito at Long Beach. Don't know this, 
but that's one of the rumors going around. So, yes, it's in their best interest business-wise to draw from what American fans already know, but I know that the concern that I was hearing from people in my fan circle, it wasn't that they were doing that. It was, if you're going to do that, Goldberg's not the guy you want. That you want somebody who just brings more to the table than that, because he's really nothing more than a nostalgia act at this point. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I guess the the this is off the table regardless. They still want to bring someone in. We'll just have to wait and see. No, no rumors about anyone in particular. Who would it be anyway? That would actually fill a spot kind of like that, though. Like from an, they probably like having Jericho. A big part of it was he's very famous. Is there anyone who, in that category that you can think of that would actually work? Zback. Zback. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, can Zback get into the company? <laughs> I don't know. I just. Anyway. <laughs> There's so many people who are in. This is the weird part. There's this very schizophrenic quality to this whole expansion thing because you know, last year you had the company president saying basically that. They were going to step up to the WWE. They were challenging them. They were going to, you know, do their thing. And they were not going to bow to the WWE. And everybody was like, yeah. And then not all that long ago, it was right before Wrestle Kingdom, the same guy was talking about wanting to work with them. And we're going, okay, wait a minute. And... You know, if they actually did some kind of collaboration, the guys that WWE has who have a history in New Japan would be the ones I went to first, just because they have their American fans, and in many cases, they have lots of American fans, but they're actually capable of doing things the way New Japan typically does them, so they're really good at having a foot in both worlds. As far as somebody who's just really, really super famous, uh, out of everybody who's still active... um, Yeah. The people that are are signed are not available. They probably want someone now, you know? Yeah. I don't know if there is anyone who actually fits that. I mean, there's a couple, like, I don't Alberto Del Rio, he's an available guy. Rey Mysterio is an available guy. Who else? Anyone? <laughs> I'm not Any- even sure where anybody is. I mean, yeah, I. This is one of the problems of, you know, stepping back out of that whole part of wrestling fandom is I have no idea who is where and who's even in ring active anymore. Yeah. But that's uh, stretcher for sure. I, I'm I not sure who they would pick. I really don't. I, I have a tough time just even thinking of anyone who's like young enough just to begin with and put on those other prerequisites that you're saying the expectation being able to go and all, all uh, you know, actually work the style. I don't think there's any. <laughs> it's so bleak, but I, like, who the fuck would it be? 
<laughs> I, don't I, I, know. I don't know. Um, and they have those so, 90 day complete no compete clauses, so that would be the closest to getting one of the guys who's actively signed, like a Kevin Owens or fucking uh, Sami Zayn. And if they had a working agreement, even if it were of a limited time, like you know, okay, for you know, these six months, we'll work back and forth with you. Um, you know, a what? lot of guys like um. The whole reason that Shinsuke Nakamura's first match in NXT was with Sami Zayn was because Kota Ibushi praised working with Sami Zayn as magic. That wrestling Sami Zayn was like magic. Yeah. So Nakamura's like, okay, yeah, I'll go with that. And uh, I'm telling you, though, Finn Balor versus Kenny Omega, I think you know, Bullet Club people's heads would explode, but that match would be fucking awesome. Um, because you'd see, you know, Prince Devitt again, and you know, all the people who insist that Finn Balor is boring. Oh my God, watch heel Prince Devitt and tell me that again. Oh, you can. Yeah. Uh, as far as people not on the WWE's active roster, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just have a tough time seeing them coming to any agreement. Like I know they publicly say they don't believe they have competition, but. When when did when did this news about the Goldberg thing being in some kind of talks break as opposed to it being is this kind of older? Oh no, the, it, it's pretty recent. I think I only heard about it maybe a week ago. Um, yeah. I was curious if they put him in the Hall of Fame because they knew that. Uh, it's... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I I think they actually it's possible they could have, but I don't remember if we heard Goldberg's name being rumored to be going in this year. Was he on that list when we talked about it like a month or two ago? I don't know. It was, makes me think. It makes me think if they actually were putting him in. Well, it like, would be funny because, well, considering how far in advance the Jericho thing turned out to have been negotiated, I would not at all have been surprised if they had been putting feelers out to Goldberg and WWE found out about it and put him in the Hall of Fame just to cut yeah. that off. Um, yeah. I would not be shocked. And it's not even like that left field to pick for their, for them, Vince's Hall of Fame, to have that guy go in. So it, it, it doesn't even look too suspicious, but at the same time, you got to wonder, you know? Yeah. That company would probably do that. They're probably going to put him in anyway at some point. I was like, ha ha, goddamn Japan. Put that motherfucker <laughs> Goldberg in this year. God damn it. <laughs> I could totally see that, but. Yeah. This, uh, the current plan is for Paul Heyman to induct Bill Goldberg into the WWE Hall of Fame because Jewish? I didn't want to say it. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes so sense to me. How do I write this? I mean, I know this quote on Fireball's kid last week about five or six times but, on the show, but not a lot. I mean, what, but, like, Paul Heyman's history with Goldberg was cutting promos against him on behalf of Brock Lesnar leading up to their series of matches, their series of matches they had. Um, yeah. So I, like, seriously, Jewish. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, what the fuck's the connection otherwise? Yeah. That short little program they had, like, five segments together. Right. Maybe. <laughs> The 
I, I can't hear you, Coaster. That Goldberg will be inducted by his shirtless son. Ah. <laughs> the makers... Walk on the way down. Walk up to the Yeah. The makers of the Vince McMahon biopic Pandemonium are still trying to get Bradley Cooper for the role of Vince himself. Mick Hitler is racist because he forced Rollins to hit the curb stomp on a white guy on Rusev Day. That from A. Tam- a Tamzarian. <laughs> Aurora Borealis on Reddit. Borealis. <laughs> I saw one this morning. It was Aurora Borealis. It was, it was steamed hams, but Skinner sings the chorus to, uh, or sings, um, the Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd instead of yawning. <laughs> There's so many of those. Yeah, I was going to ask. I, I I watched a couple of them. I noticed you talking about them a couple months ago. It's still pretty popular shit. Is that like mean pretty strong? I guess. I mean, I, I keep seeing them pop up in my recommended list, so I don't know how, like, if they're popular or if they're just... You know, like, you watched a bunch just of because I watched a bunch of them, like, here's more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No idea. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right. Good old memes. Yep. Anyone with anything they'd like to add? I guess not. <laughs> Say it one more time. Mmm, steamed hams. Yep, I'm pro steam hams. Let's <laughs> do this. Don't eat Tide Pods, kids. Yeah. Steamed hams. I hate ham. I fucking eat the shit out of that over that. Mmm. <laughs> eat some soap. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> How sad is it that Tide had to put out a sponsored tweet? <laughs> To tell yeah. people not to eat Tide Pods. Awesome. Jeez. That's just awesome. There was, uh, like a, there was an ever, like some sort of advertisement or something on the internet where Gronk was telling people not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the that's what the sponsored tweet is. You know, you know shit's bad when uh, when you got Gronk telling you not to be <laughs> Yeah, Tide Pod no open mouth. <laughs> 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 I, I love all the responses that have been all over the place. Stuff like, you know, kids today and you know, they're, they're Tide Pods and, you know, da da da, and they don't seem to know that you know, their walls are full of cotton candy. Or, um, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the mug yeah. with the radiator one. There's the a chocolate heart. fountain under their car. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, your your electrical breaker box has got tons of red and black licorice. Licorice. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw someone make a type. Uh, I saw s- someone made a Tide Pod shot. Nice. Is it with liquor in it? Not not actual. Um. I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I saw it made on pizza. Pod Put it in the oven and shit, and it melted. Tide Pod shot. Let's see. Right. I saw it somewhere. I saw it. On, oh, here we go. Uh oh fuck it doesn't say it doesn't say what it, what the what was in it. I saw it like I say. There's lots. 
It's like uh, every, almost every category of meme that could be oh, possibly yeah. made, I think, has been made of it up by now. Like the week or oh, two. Oh, or, or, orange, orange vodka, Bailey's, and blue curaco. 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 Yeah, that's what that's what what it's made of. Oh, it's that layered one, right? I saw that one. Yeah. Nice. I've seen donuts, people making food, and lots of things. I, I did look for a couple ones I couldn't find, so I made them. The one of the, uh, the flat earth people. I made their son that rotates a tie pod. <laughs> I thought flat earthers thought it was hilarious. I'm like, fuck yeah. Uh, you're still crazy motherfuckers, but nonetheless, yes. Well, and then that's the one that that dude like points at his head and like, uh, I saw that one you did, yeah. Yeah, I put a Tide Pod in his face. <laughs> I cut it right out, superimpose that shit. Can't eat Tide Pods if you are a Tide Pod. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I'm going to go have a frank discussion with my kid about not eating laundry detergent. <laughs> and, uh... I'm going to throw laundry detergent in my washer and wash clothes with it. That reminds me, I was supposed to buy laundry detergent today, and I completely forgot. <laughs> oh, well, guess I'm doing that tomorrow. Fill some Tide Pods and then pair it up with, uh, you know, some condiments. Mm -hmm. Bring it up to the cashier, just kind of give them a look like, yeah, don't have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I want to take a hams. bunch of them and set them in a candy dish on my desk at school. Let the herd cull itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't Take give them to them. They took stuff off my desk without permission. Oh, well. <laughs> Classroom <laughs> management is at, fi at, at its finest. Now all we need is the, uh, is the uh, steamed hams to be mixed with the Tide Pods. Yeah. Steamed, steamed hams. Tide Pods. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I Google that right now. <laughs> Tide Pods, Steam Hams. Any hits? Hmm. Doesn't look like anything. No, it's popping up right away. Hmm. Okay. So someone go make that. Yeah. Anyone that's listening, go make that video right now. Hmm. <laughs> Steam Tide Pods. You could totally take the picture of like him with the platter of burgers. And just replace it with Tide Pods. Tide yeah. Pods. That's all you need to do. Hmm. Probably make that in about a minute or two. <laughs> all right. Well, then. For at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at El Generico, at Book Junkie Jaina, at Mark underscore Noise, wherever he is, I'm at Think So Joe. We are at Board Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday live at 2 p.m. Eastern on BoardWrestlingFan.com or download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, uh, Google Play Music, PodDirectory.com, BodySlam.net, wherever podcasts are sold, and we'll see you next week. And boom goes the dynamite. Ow, that hurt, man.